Hi everyone, this is Nikki Kay and welcome to another episode where today I'm going to be bringing you the planet which is Jupiter in Pisces, the Saturn square Uranus and also Venus retrograde in Capricorn. So as you guys know, December is extremely busy, such a busy time in December, but December is also about, in a way, it's new beginnings, but it's also new endings. When I say that for December, because, you know, every year in December, it's very different. Sometimes it's very excitable. At times it's very slow moving. And at times it's like, I'm going to be trying something new. I'm going to be doing this. I'm going to be doing that. And also at other times it's, I'm just going to ease into this because, you know, it's holiday season. I want to spend time with my friends and family or I want to party. But as we all know, it's a new world. And I think sometimes we forget that we are in a new world. The new world actually began in 2021. 2020 was what the decade was going to be. 2021 was the beginning. And so we go on. And even from last year, we had so many conjunctions in the sign of Capricorn, which was building structures to also break them down. And the the biggest build of the structure will be for 38 years, which is the Saturn-Jupiter conjunction. The Saturn-Pluto conjunction, we also had the Pluto-Jupiter conjunction, which is for 13 years. So things were highlighted very, you know, on a worldly level, things were highlighted. Like the government was highlighted and, you know, even like your bosses, even like within yourself as your own superior, it was highlighted. It was all about survival last year. And this year, we are go. we went, we... You know, it more or less continued, but it was a bit more rocky. Also, let's not forget we had the Saturn-Jupiter conjunction for the next 20 years. So, you know, I think sometimes we forget what actually happened last year. Last year was the beginning of the new world order. And this year was just showing that. And the last one was the Saturn-Jupiter conjunction, which was bringing in shadow, it was ushering in, should I say, the, you know, we're not even more or less near the age of Aquarius, but the polluter going to Aquarius is just showing that what was seen, what we are used to is no longer, even though remember Aquarius is ruled by, traditionally ruled by Saturn, it's, it's Uranus as well. So in a way, we probably all believed, oh, things have changed now. This is a new world. We can go back to how things used to be. I don't know if we, I don't know, thinking of going back to how things used to be is a great thing. I mean, each to their own, but sometimes the past needs to be left in the past and the future actually, even though it doesn't look bright, it's actually going to be quite brighter. That's what it was actually showing us. So, with you know, we've seen a lot of changes happen, and I spoke about it in my, you know, twenty leaving twenty twenty one going to twenty twenty two podcast episode. 
But with this one, this year, which was the beginning of the sort of, you can say, you can say like, you know, going to the ease and into the new world. We saw the takedown. <laughs> um, even like on a general level, we, a lot of us, if we were being very honest with ourselves, we were, you know, taken apart and repairing a part of ourselves. We had so much conjunctions in Aquarius, you know, and it, you could say it harked back to the 1960s. But let, again, that's the past. Okay, and there's nothing wrong with looking back at the planets, what the planet mess, what the planets were talking about in the past, because yes, yeah, sometimes they do end up coming back to the same thing. They do end up repeat history repeating itself. But I'm a firm believer that you know sometimes history does repeat itself, but it also does something completely different as well. So we saw like lots of like conjunctions in Aquarius, but also we had the major one, which was the square, Saturn, square, Uranus. And I've spoken about this before. We had it three times, you know, just like the Saturn-Pluto conjunction. But this square was, you know, the first time it was like, you know, people, you know, higher, higher ups in power versus the people. The second time it was the people versus the higher ups. But now it's going back to the, you know, now it's going back to the, you know, people, the higher ups versus the people. And this could also be your shadow cells, like what you're used to doing and what is going to be changing. And this is going to continue to 2022. And the last time we had this, as like I said before, is in 2000. It was... Saturn was in Taurus and Uranus was in its home sign of Aquarius. So I feel that similar themes could be played out in that sense because even though it's in the, it's in the same signs, but they're just opposite. You know, Saturn's in Aquarius, Taurus is in Uranus is in Taurus. Similar themes could definitely be played out in that sense, definitely. But now we've come to like the last act of it, which is going into 2022. And this is going to be, you know, it's going to actually feel quite, you know, it's going to actually feel quite major. It's going to actually feel quite major in the sense of like, it's, it feels like it actually, even though, you know, sometimes when something happens three times, it actually feels like this is the last act. And it feels like the last act of what's going to be coming. Now, I couldn't even tell you what's going to be coming. It just, it, for me personally, it just feels like this is the last act. This is, this is what's going to be going on from now on. You know, sometimes with a story, you have a beautiful beginning, a mad middle, and a horrible ending. And this one feels like it's a bit of a boring beginning middle was a bit juicy and the ending's very tasty and I feel like you know personally this could be within ourselves like if there was anything that we wanted to accumulate if there's anything that we wanted to pursue any goals if we had restrictions within ourselves if we you know it, it just feels like you know the changes that come now 
you know, they, they will they will make us really think about why didn't I make these like type of changes with myself now? There's nothing really wrong in restricting, you know, because Saturn's about, you know, it is about, you know, doing the work, restrictions, calming things down, you know, and there's nothing wrong with planning because that's what Saturn wants us to do. Saturn wants us to plan. Saturn wants us to put the work in Saturn wants us to grow and build slowly and you know especially with it being in Aquarius a traditional home sign it's still putting that restrictions and it, and it feels like there's some restrictions within a lot of our minds with you know who we associate ourselves with how we work how we are when we are around you know different groups of people how we are when it comes to like our personal life and our social life and you know like I said before there's you know it's great that we can have discipline because there's a lot of discipline that's going on but you know sometimes discipline can go too far we can go too far with discipline and the and when you when when we are too strict when we are too disciplined it just gets very, things just get very stagnated. Things are not changed. There's no change. But when Uranus comes in, and remember Uranus is in Taurus now. Before it was in Aquarius. Now it's in Taurus. And with it being in Taurus, it's changing our whole values. So if this year you wanted to, you know, if because, you know, a lot of people have, you know, a lot of people have, um, you know, really change their thoughts and their ways when it comes to like what they eat, how they grow their food, what what they buy, in terms of, you know, how they spend their money, their grooming habits, their self-care practices. Some people have really stuck to that. They've, they, you know, they've gone out and bought, and there's nothing wrong with buying things for yourself, by the way. You know, I think everyone deserves to treat themselves. <laughs> but um, with it being in Taurus, it is showing that, you know, we can also go too far when it comes to our, yeah, we can go, it can go too far when it comes to our, um, you know, spending habits, you know, when it comes to like spending habits, when it comes to, you know, accumulation of wealth, how we hoard this is making us look at things in terms of you know and even it's not just it's, it's the material but it's also in our thinking are we harking back to the past are we you know do we you know are we associating ourselves with people because they can bring us like material wealth in some way or you know are you know how far are we willing to go to be so charming to get what we want because Taurus is, um, sorry, Taurus is a sign that is very charming, but it can also be very, you know, the, the, the end goal is security. So how far we, how far are we looking to go to, um, for security reasons? And did, did, you know, did this year felt like this huge fear of loss of security and 
I feel that it's perfectly normal as well. That's perfectly normal. Because especially if you have a family, if you've got bills to pay, there's things that you need to do, you know. So loss of so fearing of security is perfectly normal. And there was, you know, with this with the third act coming, like this with the final act coming, it's like a shackles are gonna be taken off, even though Saturn is more dominant. It feels like, you know, I'm going to, you know, it's, it feels like more of a case of this is a time where you're going to be disciplined in change. It, you're going to be more disciplined in change. You're going to be more disciplined because the first time it was, you know, um, you know, structuring yourself, but realizing that something can change, but you're still going to be structuring. The second time was like, okay, I'm just going to just tear up the rule book and just change up everything and structure can come later on um i'm open to it i'm i want to be more free and the third time is okay i'm going to structure myself but i'm also knowing that change is going to come and i'm going to try and go with that change regardless if it feels like it's not benefiting me i'm gonna i'm gonna see the end goal and we're gonna see this obviously on a worldly level i think a lot of like tarot and astrologers have spoken about you know the civil unrest that's going to be happening and you know that always happens regardless so this third act should i say this third act is going to be very telling it's going to be very telling because with the tarot card for this it's on the 19th and the tarot card for this is you know the judgment card it's also, you know, nine and one is ten, which is the wheel of fortune. And the judgment card is about, you know, um, you know, it's about transformation, but it's also about choices that we're making. And any choices that you make now, it could actually be detrimental, you know, and also asking yourself, whatever whatever we whatever you pursue at this point, whether it's for a mundane level or it's for you know, whatever, whatever, whatever choices you make, but also whatever you pursue, is it going to be helping you or hindering you in the future? When you look at this, when you look at the judgment card, it is about you know you've got the angel Gabriel and he's and his people are arising, but it's arising to the truth as well. So there's going to be a lot of, as we can see, there's going to be a lot of spoken truths going to be you know exposed and spoken truths that are going to be exposed within ourselves as well, things that we've hidden. Things that we have wanted to keep behind the scenes, it will start coming out. But that is all about transformation. This last act is about transforming ourselves for the better and sort of sticking to it. Sticking to this transformation, regardless of how hard it is, regardless of how it doesn't feel right. It's all being, it's about being open to transforming and working and structuring yourself to transform with the wheel of fortune card this is going to be also showing us that you know whatever wheels are put in motion from now until next year there's no stopping we are moving into a new world you know we're gonna we started to see this this year and it's going to continue next year and with the Wheel of Fortune card, you know, there's going to be lots of, there can be some stops. There can also be some, you know, fast action. 
but regardless of what's going on there's nothing we can there's nothing that we even if we try to control any outcome or situation it's going to continue to just keep changing and we're going to see lots of fast action and lots of fast changes and yes you know and and sometimes changes within ourselves can be very slow but it's if we're willing to be open to the new world i know we've a lot of us have been talking about this new world a lot you know but it does actually we are in a new world you know and and sometimes it's quite shocking that we are when it comes to we also have the venus retrograding capricorn and pluto is involved this for four months i've spoken about this as well so i'll talk a little bit about this with venus retrograding capricorn obviously this is about you know our values our love life our materialism and with pluto involved in again it's about the underworld it's all about transformation as well it's things that we've actually buried that's gonna that we're gonna have to work really hard for to come out into the open and you know capricorn is a sign that is very it's very um controlled there's a lot of there's gonna be a lot of controlling energy happening but then the tears will flow I don't mean like it can be physical tears, but it could also be the the walls of ourselves that are going to be broken down. So if there's anything that you've really wanted to commit to, you know, when it goes retrograde, when 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 we want to commit to it, it's going to be making us more slowly open to it. And if there's anything in our past that's hindering us in any way this is also going to be broken down too. The last time Venus was in Capricorn was in 2013-2014. So it's like a, a end of a end of a cycle that's going into like a new cycle. And also it's funny because we had eclipses that were in the you know the north node. The eclipses were in Scorpio and Taurus. It's just the other way around. So we can definitely see similar themes happening with this Venus in Capricorn, with the nodes. Some of us may feel that it's not going to benefit us in the long term. We're actually, well, when Pluto is involved, Pluto really shakes us up. It really makes us very uncomfortable. So with this Venus, with Pluto, it's going to make, it's, it, we're gonna, it's, it's like we're going to have to feel very, it's like we're gonna have to feel very uncomfortable. It's that it's like we're gonna have to be we're gonna have to enjoy being uncomfortable. And being honest when it comes to our person personal gains and our relationship, and in a way how we have stopped ourselves from enjoying ourselves. So if you've wanted to change like your image in some way, you have to, it's about asking yourselves why doing that deep psychological work breaking down those walls why don't you want to change your appearance what's stopping you you know um it's about looking at your job as well like you've worked in a corporate field for so long but you actually wanted to be creative 
why are you not doing it part-time and when it comes to money why are you hoarding your money there's nothing wrong with hoarding but why are you you know being you know stingy with your money why don't you enjoy the money that you're earning why don't you you know if there's something you want to buy why are you restricting yourself and after when it comes to like your love life as well why you know this you want to commit but why are you putting work before your your commit why are you putting work before your relationships you know you want to have family what's stopping you why are you not enjoying your sex life why are you restricting why are you rushing when it comes to love making you know, and it also does depend on where it is in your, it also does depend where it is in your house chart as well. And if it come when it comes to like creativity as well. There's something you've really wanted to create. You wanted to do something that you always wanted to do in the past. There's things you were very creative in the past, but now you found that it's, it may not make you earn money, why don't you try it and you can see? And when it comes to taking care of yourself, when it comes to the food you're eating, are you, you know, some of us could be very restrictive and it's about enjoying the food, not being so strict in your diet. Enjoying, you know, if you're like being very healthy, which is a good thing as well, but you're not seasoning your food. You're just salt and pepper and that's it. And just veg. Nothing else. For years. It's like, I know that you feel for chips. So why don't you have some chips? <laughs> you know? Um, season your food, in, you know, so that you can enjoy it more. So you can enjoy eating your, you know, your, 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 you know, your fruit, your, your veg and your meat. And if you're not taking care of what you're eating, it's about looking at restricting things that are like harmful to your body. And, you know, all of these things are gonna be coming up when it goes retrograde. And also, it's also gonna be about, you know, I, I do feel it's, very, it's a creative time, like, you know, you've got the discipline, so be disciplined in your creativity and also when it comes to your self-care as well. Why do you think you're wasting time having like an Epsom salt bath? Why do you think you're wasting time using like essential oils? Why do you think that you're wasting time? Do you think essential oils are gonna, you know, essential oils are about is is very spiritual practices. It lowers stress. It boosts libido. It also boosts your self-esteem. It gives you energy. It gives you vitality. It also boosts your immune system. Why do you think that if you take it and you feel too relaxed that you're wasting time? You know? So with it being in Capricorn, Capricorn is harking back to the past. But we need to be in the now for the future. And with, like I said, with Pluto being involved, Pluto's going to be doing the psychological work. So these are the questions I feel that some of us are going to be having to be, that's going to be brought up. You know? So it does look where it is in your house chart. Okay, because this is gonna be for four, it's not gonna be retrograde for four months, but it's gonna be in Capricorn for four months. It's gonna retrograde, it's gonna be retrograde in, in January as well. 
So these are the these are the themes. And after lastly, then we have Venus, then we have Jupiter going back into Pisces, which is its you know traditional home sign. Again, we have the chariot, the chariot. Again, we have the Wheel of Fortune cards with this. So, with Jupiter going to Pisces, this is going to be very telling. You know, things are going to, you know, we're going to be, the energies is that things are going to be in a way, slowing down for us to feel, for us to feel these emotions that are going to be coming up. It's going to be a case of, you know, when Jupiter went into Aquarius, because he's in out of Aquarius right now, when it goes into Pisces, it's more of a caring, you know, because Jupiter, it went into Pisces a little bit for us this year in may and we sort of got that feeling of what's to come and some of it was just too real for a lot of us it was just a bit too real some of it was actually really nice but what what, what when jupiter goes into pisces until next year it's going to conjunct neptune and, you know, we've come out, we're going to be easing out of the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction that happened in 2009 in Aquarius. And I'll be doing a full podcast on this, guys. Um, definitely do a full podcast on this because it's a 13-year cycle. One of the only 30, one of the only cycles that's going to be happening. And when it does conjunct Neptune, things are about to change you know, in a, in a, in a, in a dramatic way and a soft way, you just never know when Neptune's involved, but when it eases, when it starts to ease into, in, you know, this month in December, that's when we're going to start seeing things, you know, certain groundworks being laid out, things that were very restricted when it was in Aquarius, it can start to be a bit more free flowing. And I, and that's in terms of like luck, money, um, spirituality, compassion, being open with conversations that are that felt quite uncomfortable, but now they're going to feel more, a bit more, you know, easier to talk about. And this does include when it, you know, going to the hospital, and this also does include, you know, talking to people, meeting new people from probably different from yourself. But it just feels a bit more warmer. We need that warmth. When it was in when it when Jupiter was in Aquarius, we saw a lot of laws changed. A lot of laws changed. You know, especially if you you know we had we had we had Meghan Markle, she, you know, won her second case. And you know, the planets are on her side anyway. You know, yes, they oppose her, but they're, you know, they're on her side. But there was lots of things changed when it came to the law, when it came to, you know, freedom of speech. Some of it went too far, but some of it needed to be done, to be honest with you. Some, some of it needed to be done. And some of it was, 
you know, some of it was um, a bit hard, a bit harsh. Jupiter being in Aquarius also was about groups, organizations. So, you know, we saw a lot of, you know, people coming together from all walks of life, which was actually brilliant. You know, being with people that are different from you is brilliant. But what happened was it became very cultish as well. It's like, remember, Jupiter's ruled by Aquarius, um, Sagittarius as well. And Sagittarius is a sign that is very blunt, very honest, but it's also very preachy. So whenever any of, some of, some, some of you, not all, some of you may have been in, aligned yourself with a group or organisation that you know you felt affiliated with you know you felt like oh these are my this is my tribe this is my group when you had conversations it felt like oh you know i you know when when you're talking and some people didn't agree with what you were saying so some people felt ganged up on like you're not you're not aligning with what we're saying we're saying this you need to say the same and some people were like no but this is what i actually felt so some people had to leave groups and organizations because, you know, some people probably got eased out, pushed out. But some people were like, no, this is this is my truth. Because the great side of Sagittarius is about speaking your truth. It's not about just that truth. You know, I yeah, I agree with that. But this is what I need to say as well. You know, so if you defended someone, but you also saw there were flaws, by all means say it. But some people, they didn't want to hear that. Remember, Aquarius is about... Remember, the archetype of Aquarius, especially with Jupiter being in there, is it's law to a cause and it's fixed in the mind. So if you're in a group and it's the conversation is very fixed, you all had to agree. But if you didn't agree, you'll be eased out or you'll have to just leave because it just got a bit too much. You know, we always talk about groups, organizations and, you know, humanitarianism work. But we don't talk about cults enough within Aquarius and cults can be very dangerous as well it can be pretty dangerous so we saw a lot of that we saw a lot of formings of new groups and and I thought that was brilliant especially because we're still in you know the demic so now when it goes into Pisces it's going to be more you know the conversations I feel you know when you are surrounding yourself you know, people be in like spiritual groups, you know, obviously the spirituality community is going to grow even more, even bigger. You know, there'll be a bit more free flowing when it comes to conversations. And, you know, there's going to be a lot some more sensitivity because there felt like a lack of sensitivity when it was in Aquarius. So it's going to be a bit more, it feels like it's going to be a bit a little bit better, a little bit better. When it goes into Neptune, things are going to be, a, can feel a little bit dangerous. <laughs> you know, it can feel a little bit, oof. But, you know, we're going to concentrate on the good side of it. So, you know, luck, luck, your luck is going to feel like you change. But one thing I will say about when it was in Aquarius as well is that if you put a lot, if you've done the work, because of this conjunction, if you put a work, if you put a lot of work into, you know, yourself, healing yourself, if you put a lot of work into, you know, the, the work you wanted to do, um, work with working with people, you're gonna start seeing tangible benefits when it goes into Pisces. And if you are Pisces sun, moon, or rising, this is a new 12-year cycle for you. 
um yeah it's gonna be a, it's a new 12 year cycle which is going to be extremely beneficial for you but it's not to say you mustn't still do the work with jupiter going to pisces it's continue to do the work if you started to do you know pisces have gone through their 12th house anyway and you know a lot of pisces some felt extremely comfortable being isolated meditating doing creative work doing work behind the scenes doing voluntary work doing you know support work doing spiritual work a lot of pisces were doing that so when it goes into jupiter in your sign you're going to start seeing greater benefits it's not to say that if you didn't do the work you're not going to see it you will see it but you'll feel it even greater if you've put the work in you know so when jupiter eases into pisces on the 28th until may then it goes into aries so then it goes into pisces again in october there's going to be lots of mental and emotional changes that are going to be happening and this is only a good thing you know and it's really going to be supported with the nodes going into taurus and scorpio you know it's going to be such a more of a supportive time next year feels more of a time that it's karma still going to be some storms you know because remember this is real life still going to be some storms but things are going to be a bit more karma and if i feel that if you've been looking for that perfect job that perfect career or you know because we are easing into the world of um obviously social media but we are easing into a world of you know independent working you know especially with this conjunction in aquarius it's more working independently you know you know entrepreneurship's going to boom even more you know even if there's going to be any pushback it's going to boom there's nothing we can do you know it's the, the planets and the stars don't lie so if we try to remain strict and doing this and doing that what we used to do no it's just gonna it's, it's about independence now and with jupiter being in pisces we're gonna see that huge more of a huge surge to be independent because pisces and aquarius are very similar they're next door to each other it's very similar energies they have just that one's water and one's earth one's ear so it's going to be more of that more creativity more of a boom or when it comes to you know how we dress you know, be more open when it comes to like spirituality, be more open when it comes to like meditation. And, you know, we, we actually saw it when it was the conjunction 13 years ago. There was that whole huge boom of it, but it's going to be a bit more emotional, more deeper now. So also, you know, Pisces is a sign of mutability. It's very mutable. So it's about being open to the changes that happen. And with the, with the nodes changing, it's going to stabilize it the way emotional stabilize, but also material stabilize. And like I said before, because it's mutable, anything can happen. So December is very life changing. It's a very life changing month, like I spoke before, my previous episodes. But easing into 2022, these energies are going to play a huge part in like our destiny and in um, what's going to be changing within us and on a global scale as well so yeah that's the episode i wanted to talk about with the planets what they're saying 
you know like i said um with jupiter being in pisces is it is the wheel of fortune card which is guiding us to be open to changes that are going to be happening and you know knowing that you know there's things that we are going to leave there are things that we've put into motion there's things that we're going to leave there's things that we haven't put in place that we're going to be putting in place and seeing these and seeing these seeing these active changes are only going to be benefiting us even if things in ourselves feel very uncomfortable and it feels like there's a whirlwind there's a huge surge of uncertainty okay so that's the wheel of fortune for this jupiter and pisces is showing us as well so guys that was the planets of 2021 in venus in retrograding capricorn saturn square uranus and jupiter in pisces so thank you very much guys for listening please don't forget to like share and subscribe and feel free to leave a voice message um you know to tell me how these planets have benefited you affected you in any way and also you can follow me on my youtube page and on my instagram and also on my tiktok so thanks very much guys and i'll speak to you soon take care bye